Are you trying to encourage your teenager to get a job? This may help. All those skills that you learn as like a fry cook or a drive through cashier, a waiter or a camp counselor mm-hmm. teach you vital skills that make you a better employee in, the, in your future career. In fact, experts in job searches say for sure you should list those menial jobs and what you learn from them on your LinkedIn profile. You know, because by waiting tables, you learn teamwork. Customer service teaches you to be a servant leader. Those types of jobs teach you how to be organized and work efficiently and show a future employer that you're not afraid to work hard. And they say those skills do not have an expiration date. Hmm. Plus, plus, if you start working that young, you can really hone your your inner office gossiping skills <laughs> like before you ever get to the real job there status right so you can make mistakes of saying too much or not enough early on where the you know the stakes aren't that high you just <laughs> might want to leave that off your linkedin profile <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> i can be your mole boss <laughs> oh. i know how all this works I'll tell all. (laughs) Hey, do you like the idea of being satisfied with your life coming up? Then you might want to work on this. Hey, do you like the idea of being content and satisfied with your life? Then you may want to work on this. What? Learn to accept yourself and be comfortable in your own skin. Hmm. Yeah, there's brand new research proving that a more positive body image displays a strong association with both better psychological well-being and more satisfaction with your life. Hmm. Now, what does that look like? It involves rejecting appearance ideals promoted by the media and respecting your body and how God uniquely created you. Hmm. And when you get to this point, or at least work towards it, it even lowers your risk of depression and anxiety as well. Mm. Man, it's so hard, though. That is so hard because every time you turn around, somebody's telling you, mm-hmm. you've got too many wrinkles, your hair needs coloring, you're too, you know, you need to be thinner. And it's like the, the oh, yeah. drumbeat. The struggle is, is real. Endless. Right? Yeah. I so mean, I just, it, it someone had to uh, send me a video I did for the radio station yesterday. And I went, yeah. oh, whoa, who's that? <laughs> And yeah, it's the struggle wait, wait. is real. What, what did you do? <laughs> Who is that? We need a filter, people. We need more complimentary lighting the next time I have to do a video for the radio station. <laughs> See, here I am. I just talked about you it and now I'm, I'm doing it again. Just did it. But I'm trying. I'm a work in progress. Particularly on the radio. I mean, we could you could tell people. I mean, they could go to their socials, but... Mm-hmm. For most most people, never will. You could say like, you know, oh yeah. What was that one lady called? She goes, "What do you look like?" I said, "You know what George Clooney looks like?" And she said, "Yeah." I said, "Imagine him, but only a little better looking." That's why I get so annoyed when I have to do videos. I got into radio so I wouldn't have to be on camera. That was a major so decision say, why I chose like, between uh, TV and radio. You could say like, uh, you know, you know who Jennifer Aniston is, right? Imagine her just with better hair and skin. But all they have to do is open our website and my video starts. Well, I'm saying most then... people will, won't do, most most people, I mean, out of the millions of people, the countless untold people that listen to the Kevin and Taylor show, you know, a couple mm-hmm. hundred thousand will go and check it out. But Okay, so I'm going to pick a celebrity that I look like. I'll work on that. No, I'm saying I don't look anything like George Clooney. But if somebody wants to, I know that, I'm going to say not? it. I'm going to think of one that I want. Start the to look rumor. Like. Yeah. Start the rumor. <laughs> 
So yesterday was a huge day. I got a new phone. Ooh, Isn't it always exciting, exciting when you get a new phone, That's right? Fun. And uh, after the history I had with my last phone, I wanted this thing to be like super, super protected. So we're going to talk about uh, the case that I got, the uh, the screen protector that I got. It's pretty tough. We'll talk about it next. So it was happy times for me yesterday. Got a new phone, finally. Woo-hoo, are you Perfect. loving the camera? That's always my favorite part. I haven't really had a chance. Used it a little bit on my bike ride yesterday. Not a big chance to use it yet. Um, but my main concern, the last one that I had, man, it went through the ringer. And I had it for, I don't know, probably six years-ish. Something like that. Which is a long time for a phone. Mm-hmm. You know, it was... Uh, it still it had a it was a rotary phone that I kept in, <laughs> kept in my pocket. No, I'm kidding. But it, it had been through the ringer, and I had taken it to be repaired multiple times. It was finally time just to get a new one. Um, but with this one, I was like, okay, I am getting a very robust case. I'm getting the, like the the super bulletproof screen protector. I'm doing. All, I even went into the store to have them do it. Like the phone came to my came to the office. And I took. I was like, I am not going to try to put this screen protector on because I'll have bubbles, air bubbles all over it. I want. I want someone thirty or under doing this for me. <laughs> <laughs> so took it in. They did that, and I said to the guy, I want a really robust case. I want it to protect this phone. What should I get? Yeah. And he pulls his phone out of his pocket, and he's got like a tank <laughs> around his phone. Oh, he goes, wow. "You need to order one of these, dude. You can only get them on Amazon, though." When I said, "Well." <laughs> I don't know if I need that. <laughs> Let me let's downgrade it just a little bit. Okay. He, go, he points to their wall. He goes, well, there's we got some up there that are pretty good. And he goes, one of them is three times military grade. And Ooh, I looked at it. I was like, that oh, means. That, that looks pretty good. I don't know. But I was in. I was like, military grade. I'm in. Yeah. So I bought it, put it on. Then I come home. And you know what's on the news? The military lost a fighter plane. <laughs> Whoops. I, I relied on your expertise. <laughs> and you all lost a plane. How? How? How secure is this thing? <laughs> uh, so, but I am super, super, super happy to have a new phone. Yeah, that's always exciting. The last time uh, that I got the screen fixed, Trace and I were traveling. I had our plane tickets on the phone, mm-hmm. you know, on, on the app on the phone. Yeah. And the cracks in the screen, some type of brown liquidy stuff started oozing through the cracks. <laughs> no <laughs> way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like halfway, it's halfway to our, <laughs> half, probably halfway to our destination. So I found the place like when we got there, they would fix it. It was in Arizona. They would fix and they fixed the screen. And it was just like, okay. oh, yeah. It I'm is, glad you put I that protection home. on there. That was brilliant. I get home. It is time for a new phone because this one has served its purpose, but it is done. So now I've got the. Military grade case. I've got the uh, super screen protector. I should be good. Okay, you are so smart to get Fort Knox put around your new phone. Um, <laughs> I was hanging out with my friend Cami, who's she's coming in tomorrow. She's been training to fill in for our producer Griffin when he wants to take a day off now and then, or if he gets sick. And um, she, Gr- her whoa, phone, Gr- Griff, you're not allowed to get sick. <laughs> Look at your job description. Not allowed. Sorry. But she showed me her phone the other night. We went to a pumpkin festival of me, her, and her two adorable daughters. And mm-hmm. her phone is literally cracked in a million pieces. <laughs> and she said she was going through the drive through and it just like tumbled out of Like, I think she had to show her app or something mm-hmm. for this coffee place. And it like just tumbled out, fell four feet oh, onto the pavement smash. down below. And so now she's got to go to one of the stores to get the screen repaired and the mm. whole deal. So she said she's going to get a new case it's so as funny. well after the, that experience. You think about how much these things cost. 
Right. You would think we'd treat them <laughs> like the holy of holies. No. Yeah. <laughs> but like my wife ran she ran hers over one time <gasps> in the no driveway. Way. She ran it over, yes. Was yeah, it I gone forget, forever? She, or did I they think fix she, it? She put it on the back bumper or something and backed up and hit her brake and it fell off. It was like a, this chain of events. Oh no. That could only happen like in a TV show or to my wife. Put it on the bumper, started backing up, hit stop. Where's my phone? Tumbled off the back. I don't know. I'll find it later. Backed up right over. Crunch. <laughs> Did the phone survive or no. was it a total oh, no, no, loss? No, no. Yeah. Total loss. Total oh. loss. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's. <laughs> Could you imagine walking into the, like the Verizon store with that? I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> 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 I woke up. It was like this. So. <laughs> You're the genius this, desk. You right. figure this it is out. It's under warranty, right? <laughs> Come on, Geek Squad. Help me out. <laughs> Hey, you've heard of an airline losing someone's luggage, but have you ever heard of the airline losing everyone's luggage? Mm. I know people who refuse to ever check a bag, and this may make them more dug in. A Swiss international airline plane took off from Zurich, Switzerland, headed to Spain last weekend without a single suitcase on board. There was a lack of ground staff to handle the baggage, so the flight was delayed more than an hour. And then they're like, you know what? Let's just let the plane go so we can keep the rest of the schedule on track. (laughs) The worst part, no one told the passengers that their luggage wasn't on board until after they had waited two hours in Spain at baggage claim. (laughs) A lot of people didn't get their luggage till the next day. I forget American Airlines. I guess the other ones do, too. They have a baggage tracker as part of the app. It'll tell yeah, you so like Delta. Where, where your bags are at any any moment. And I then I use that. one of those air tags and I check like what does the air tag say and what does what Delta is, say? Oh, do they always match up? Not always. Huh. Uh there was one time my bag got left in Amsterdam. We had no to wait kidding. an hour. We got it on the next plane though. Mm, got it. How expensive are your kids? Coming up, they <laughs> just released the latest when it comes to the cost of raising a child. What is the biggest most unexpected expense you've had with your kids lately. Ooh, lately? I got one for you. What? How about trying to keep a pet, a beloved pet alive? Oh, yeah. Because you that, don't want your child to go through the pain. That can be crazy expensive. So can those little uh, <clears throat> driving incidents. Yes. <laughs> they released the latest when it comes to the cost of raising a child. Drum roll, please. $240,000. <laughs> And that's before you spend one penny on college or sports. Yeah. Like any kind of gymnastics, soccer, anything. It's just under $22,000 a year. That's up 20% from 2016. And that just includes the bare bones, uh, food, housing, clothes, health insurance. Yeah, Kids are are the absolute worst financial decision you will ever make. But that's not why you have kids. Exactly. (laughs) What is one aspect of raising children that you were like, I never thought that part would be so expensive. (laughs) Uh, We'd love to hear from maybe it's the birthday parties. Maybe it's the clothes. What what do you think has just caught you off guard as a parent? Elena, so how about you? What's that one expense when it comes to kids? You were like, nobody warned me about this. Um, The craziest thing is toys. Toys? How expensive toys can be. Huh. Like, give us a for instance, like what, what was a toy that you, you, I don't know, you got to the toy section at Target and we're like, are you kidding me? This is expensive. My son is into battery powered things that he can drive right now because he's only four. Oh. The price of those is insane. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, right. I didn't want a real car. I wanted a battery-powered exactly. car. Wow. When they get a little bit older, thankfully, I'm not there yet with my kids, but also the camps that they want to go to are oh, very expensive. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. And you think toys are expensive now at four years old. What about when they want other more expensive toys like phones and tablets Ooh, and video games? Right. So how about you? What's the most unexpected expense you've had as a parent when it came to your kids? Talking about unexpected expenses uh, when the kids come along. Concert tickets can be one of them. <laughs> any, yeah. any parent that sprung for Taylor Swift tickets oh, knows man. that, right? Yes, that's my sister crazy. can relate to that. Um, I've got one that a lot of parents are going to go, oh my gosh, you are so right. Braces. Oh, All I did that to my parents. four of our kids had braces at one Ooh. time or another. And this is how long we were in braces. Um, I don't even think they have this anymore. Headgear. Do kids have to wear headgear anymore at night? No, they still do rubber bands. Do I they? think they might if in yeah. extreme situations. Yeah. Remember our son, he had to, he had to have headgear at night. Um, so he was probably the most expensive, but all four of them at one time or another. Ugh. Yeah. Had the braces and shocking. They'd get out of a, like they'd go and see the orthodontist and they'd tighten them or whatever. And they go, Oh, it hurts so bad. And I'd see the bill and go, you have no idea what pain is. kid." <laughs> <laughs> Dad's experiencing pain at the other end of the anatomy right now. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news. Anyone in your life right now super excited about becoming a dad for the first time? This is such a sweet story. Gabriel Nuez lives in New Jersey. His wife is expecting... And he cannot wait to be a daddy. So his co-workers threw him a big surprise baby shower at work with balloons and cake. Of course. <laughs> you can tell he thinks he's just going to the break room at the hospital for the usual brown bag lunch. He's got it in his hand. And someone even drew a pink stroller on the dry erase board with It's a Girl written on it. So Aww. congratulations, Gabriel. That is that is some loving co-workers Man, right there. there. There is nothing like that feeling. I remember when Tracy was pregnant with our first Kyle. I was terrified. I mean, I was legit terrified. Like, mm. what? The, what's the phrase everyone you what is even happening right now <laughs> yeah wait 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 i'm now dad it was so weird wow. but but over all that fear maybe that's you right now over all that fear it's my favorite role in the world i absolutely love being a dad i wish someone would have whispered that in my ear back then like oh no no trust me you're gonna love it so if i can be that voice for you no trust me you're gonna love it being a dad's great something's been fun is uh watching you become a massive baseball fan taylor oh yeah it's been a lot of fun watching that transformation happen and there are some iconic things in baseball for me iconic is uh, camden yards in baltimore where my beloved orioles orioles play it's a iconic stadium um, you think of boston you think of the left field fence the green monster right mm-hmm. it's iconic but the green monster may be a different color uh later this week i'll tell you why next so we're talking about uh, iconic baseball stadiums, and you're going to understand why. You're like, you guys aren't a sports talk station. You're going to understand why in a minute. So when you think of Boston and Fenway Park, you think of iconic things like that Sitco sign over the left field fence, the green monster, their giant left field wall. But that green monster may be pink for one reason. Hey, Bobby. Hey. She's so cool. They're doing Barbie night at Fenway. No, wait, I thought you were going to say for Breast Cancer Awareness no, Month no, no. next month. They're, they're doing Barbie night at Fenway. And get this, instead of Fenway, what do you think they're calling it for the night? Uh, Pink Barbie. Oh. 
instead of Fenway Park, it's Kenway Park. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but everybody enough at Kenway Park. Everybody that's coming in can get a, a pink Red Sox shirt. It's the, the the shirt is light pink, and then Red Sox is written in like darker pink. Um, and you can get get one with the bar instead of uh, the traditional Boston B. They have the Barbie B. <laughs> I wonder if they had to get franchising rights because, like, my sister has an Etsy shop, uh-huh. and you can't even make a Barbie or Taylor Swift or anything Etsy. Oh yeah, um, without copyright, you know, oh, like totally, buying the licensing. It, yeah, I mean, here I printed off the like little. It's totally in conjunction. With oh them. wow! And yeah. are they actually going to get get out a bunch of pink paint and paint it and then repaint it green? No, I was just making that up. Oh, that was good. <laughs> you got me. Well, I thought maybe I'm it. like, wait, could you put you could pink see it lights? In your head, right? You could see it in your head. And what from what I studied in color, I don't think pink <laughs> lights would turn a green wall pink. I was like. My favorite part of the whole thing is calling it Kenway Park. It's hilarious. <laughs> so I, I think we've all done this at one time or another, Taylor. We've overscheduled. You're supposed to be in two places at one time, two meetings at one time, having lunch with two people at one time, whatever it is, we've all done it. So what do you do, but particularly when it's like with the kids and you're, you have to have one kid at, at ballet and then another one at soccer and there is no way you can be in both places at the same time. How do you handle that? What's your go-to? What's your backup plan for when you need to be in two places at one time? We'd love to hear from you. It's Kevin and Taylor. Hi, Kevin and Taylor. How are you? Doing great. So we're talking about what do you do when you overschedule and you're supposed to be in two places at one time? Like one of the, I know one of your daughters is in gymnastics, but let's suppose it's gymnastics. Cheerleading. And and the other one has cheerleading and there's no way you can get them both done. What's your, your fallback? What is your emergency plan when that happens? Our motto is it takes a village. (laughs) (laughs) And Uber. (laughs) Yes, it takes a village. So it's it's calling my my parents, grandma and grandpa. It's calling me and pop, um, or honestly, it's calling some of uh, like my daughter's gym gymnastics team. It's a matter of saying calling one of the parents and be like, "Hey, can you pick up Kylie and mm. either drop her off?" I, mm-hmm. Seriously, it takes a village. Are there <laughs> any, I can't do it myself. Are yeah. there any parents that do that all the time to the point of why don't I just pick your kid up every day? Um, not yet. <laughs> I love how you're not ruling it out. It could happen. Well, because honestly, it's probably me that's that person. <laughs> Cynthia, we're talking about overscheduling, having to be in two places at the same time. How do you handle it when that happens? Well, we um, it takes a village that it does, um, but we also... Um, just learned well didn't just learn i have a daughter now that drives so that helps a little bit but it's, Ooh, all, it's yeah. all the time calling hey can you swing by here and um pick up a child from from cheer or gymnastics or ballet or whatever it is that we've yes. got going on but yes um there it, it takes a lot of people yeah <laughs> i have a friend her older daughter drives her younger one is still in elementary school and she's like hey you're on duty. You got to pick up your sister today. And it, it kind of helps teach responsibility. Yeah. No kidding. All right. You ever think about the word Crayola? You immediately think about crayons. Crayons. I mean, of course, they do the markers and the washable markers and all that stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do Crayola Play Doh. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Crayola is getting into the flower business. Like like flowers for yeah. anniversaries, birthday? Is that kind of yeah. thing? 
Crayola Flowers. It's an online flower shop selling bright bouquets and boxed flowers. And huh. all I could think of was that theory that you have, Kev, that you have to lo- you got to own mental landscape. That's why they right. did a Barbie movie. That's why they keep making two, three, Remakes, four, or five yeah. remake. Well, so That's now genius, though. They, I guess Crayola. I didn't realize this. They're a subsidiary of Hallmark cards. But right when you said it. I immediately had a picture of very bright, colorful bouquets. Yeah. 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 So now uh, you can order Crayola flowers. My only question is what took them so long? Because that is a great idea. (laughs) When was the last time you went out, just the two of you, you and your other half? Coming up, couples are embracing the least romantic date ever. When was the last time you went out, just you and your other half, you know, date night? Couples are embracing the least romantic date ever. It is the money date. What yep. is that? The money They're date? making financial plans for their family over candlelit dinners. No. Setting budgets no. and financial goals. The idea is to carve out time for a conversation you dread by making it an event to look forward to, i.e. the fancy dinner. Hmm. Uh, leads to, uh, the, if you do have a money date, it ends up leading to better managing spending and saving. And it's a fun way to address troubles before they become a source of resentment in your relationship. Hmm. We should talk about that. What are some of the least romantic? Uh, I did, it that was, was cute. I got a. I got an idea. <laughs> least romantic. Uh, least romantic date you and your better half have gone on. Clap on. Clap least on. Least romantic what? date. <laughs> least oh. romantic date. Like what is something that oh, you did? I already maybe thought, maybe yeah, even when I know you what it first is. got married, that was like not romantic, but you did what you had to do to, to you know to just be together. I got one. I'll share with you uh, in a minute. You have one. Mm, oh have yeah. One? All right. Cool. Least romantic dates. So we'd love to hear from you. What are what are the least romantic dates you've gone on with your other half? We would love to hear about those things you did. Hey, it might not be the most romantic setting, but we're together, and that's what counts. Love to hear from you. We're talking about going out on a date with your better half at the least romantic places possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think back to when like Tracy and I first got married because we had no money. I mean, like going out, we just we just literally could not afford it. I mean, maybe the dollar movie. Remember when they had those? Oh yeah, we you had one see, in college. Yeah, you could see movies that were like three months old awesome. or whatever. And yeah, um, we did that. But our big date. Every Friday, because the first apartment we had did not have a washing machine and a dryer, uh, we would get a roll of quarters and head to the laundromat. Ooh, romantic. And that was our big Friday night. And if we have money left over on the way home, we might get like, you know, a pizza or something. Um, a lot of times that meant swinging in the grocery store and getting a frozen pizza. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. just because we didn't have any money. I'll but... fold your whites, babe. Right. Well, we are newlyweds and that was hot. <laughs> yeah. It was. It's funny you say that because like the first thing I thought of, I was thinking of long married me and Glenn and it's mm-hmm. Home Depot on a Friday night. You're like, Woo, we are party animals. But when we were dating at Wheaton, everything was romantic. I mean... Our dollar theater in downtown Wheaton had dollar popcorn. Ooh, and we used to have then to sneak hours in. We'd our, sneak a oh, really? bag of microwave popcorn in. <laughs> <laughs> and then our our big date was always, I'm sure this waitress just hated us. We would go to this Mexican-Irish cafe called Carlos Murphy's. And the chips, <laughs> the chips and salsa were free. Uh-huh. We'd both order water. 
and we would share one order of fajitas and ask for more tortillas. <laughs> so the total bill would be like under $11. And then we'd go to the frozen yogurt store and we couldn't get it from the machine. Uh-huh. We had to go to the freezer and buy one of the pints that were in there. And then we'd get two spoons. More economical. And you'd have to wait forever to eat it because it's so frozen solid. Yeah. Unlike the soft serve, you'd have to just like dab at it and scoop at it the, as the would, evening the, goes on. The other thing Tracy and I would do uh, Sunday afternoons, we, we lived in a, a resort. It was a beach town was where my first radio job was. And we would go to the boardwalk and get a big bucket of uh, Ocean City French fries. And we'd sit on the boardwalk and people watch. And then we'd, like, That's a great date. Like, two hours. Oh, I wish we could go back and do it again. See, we're, <laughs> we're naming romantic dates. We were, the, we were supposed to talk about the no, least romantic laundromat, date. Laundromat. <laughs> was, I think I'm winning that one. Faith, we're talking about uh, dates that you go on that are not very romantic with your better half, but it's the two of you, so that would matter. So where would you guys go? So we, our go-to is Waffle House and Sam's Club. Waffle House and Sam's Club. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Sometimes both in the same date. <laughs> hey, you know, when it's a day without the kids and we get to go to both, that's a great day. <laughs> I love it. Our very first date was Waffle House. Aww. And we were there until like wee hours of the morning. Getting to and know each other. Aww. Yes, and, and that's just great. And Sam's is where, you know, we always spend time getting stuff for the family in the house. And it's yeah. just... Now, now if, you, if you think this through strategically, though, you should go to Sam's Club first, fill yourself on samples, and then you won't spend as much at Waffle House. Hey, there you go. That, that's a good <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for calling. Thanks for hanging out with us, Faith. Hey, thanks, guys. Y'all are great. Have a good day. So it, it is funny how when you're younger, it's like it just doesn't matter where you're going. Just, you know, as long as you're as long as you're together, that's what what really matters. Like I'm thinking back to the all those dates that Tracy and I had at the laundromat and we'd we'd have to drive to get there. Right. And we'd we'd save up all week, get a roll of quarters at the bank. It was like a whole ritual we would mm-hmm. go through. We knew what. Oh, here's how, you know, you've gone to the same laundromat enough or, or a lot of times. We knew which dryers were the good ones. Like that, yeah, were, that's cute. Yeah, there were some that you, you know, oh, you got to put them through twice on that. And who's got, who's, what are we, made of quarters? <laughs> that's what's so cute about you guys is you do everything together. It's we not like, do. hey, it's we your turn do. to do the laundromat and I'll do it next week. You do everything together. But you know what's funny? You said when you're younger, everything's romantic. I think it's the same when you've been married a long time. Like even just... Me and Glenn going for a mountain bike ride and getting a sandwich on the way home at Subway or something is You do know that's a little different fun. than going to the laundromat, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. But I was just giving another example of how, I mean, just like when you go ride your bike and Tracy comes with you, that's mm-hmm. like, yeah. it's romantic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do find ourselves nowadays, though, like we'll, if we'll go to a concert or something. Um, and if it's a little bit of an extravagant expense, we'll go, but our kids are all out of the house now. <laughs> so now we're doing this. 